up, you beautiful weirdos, and welcome to Weird Wide, the show bringing you all the weird, all the time. I'm your host, J.D. Ross, and if this is your first time stepping into the Weirdoverse, welcome. Come on in. Get comfy. It gets weird in here. We have a lot of fun. If you're coming back for more weird, welcome back. Love you all. For anyone who has returned, uh, I apologize. It has been a minute. Uh, There's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I had this kind of weird uh, urge to kind of redo my space. Uh, you know, I've been like super busy. Just kind of needed a kind of a little bit of a redo uh, with with you know where I produce uh, the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can definitely tell that I've got a new new background set up. Spent a lot of time on that. Had a whole just. It's been a whole thing. It's been a whole lot. But you know what? I'm back. The weird is back. And seriously though, how is it almost fall? Like I am so excited. I am ridiculously excited for fall. I can't wait. I'm already doing pumpkin spice everything. I can't wait for flannels, sweater weather, and horror. Another cool little announcement I feel like I have to uh, talk about is uh, you know going going into the fall season. Weird Wide is officially a year old. As of about a week ago, as of recording, uh, the show turned one year old. So I know you know it's been a, it's it's been a little bit of a, a weird, chaotic mess. Uh, you know, it's kind of started off doing deep dive stuff. We're kind of moving into more weird world kind of things like that. So you know, just everybody who's uh, you know, like I said, like I said up top, if you're if you're new, thanks for joining us, and if you're returning, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being part of the Weirdoverse here. One year old, first year. Just see where it goes from here. Now I got to give a little bit of a shout out to my best friend, the Ghost. Uh, longtime listener, longtime listeners will recognize uh, the Ghost from uh, many appearances on the show. Him and I do the Unhinged uh, movie series together, where we talk about weird ass movies. But the Ghost has been on a commission a little bit lately. He's actually uh, had some major surgery, so you know if you want to uh, show the Ghost some love, go on to his socials. He's on all socials across all platforms as Doug Ghost under, underscore official. It's D A Ghost underscore official. Uh, show him some love. He's he's on the men, but uh, he could he could use all the love from everybody here. Now on to some weird. I don't know about y'all, man, but like it it just feels like. Like ever since 2020, even probably before, things have just been getting weirder and weirder. Like it just like there's a there's an odd vibe to the whole world. Like things just feel fucking off. And like I don't even understand how this is a reality, but like Fire Festival 2 is a thing. Like Billy McFarlane is back with another with another attempt at Fire Festival. So if you don't know what fire festival was to begin with fire festival was this weird it was supposed to be like the next it was supposed to be like the next burning man i guess like uh, the next like you know big fucking uh music festival but it was this multi-million dollar train wreck that led nowhere like all the bands canceled uh you had all these big influencers that were uh you know like uh hawking it out like uh kendall jenner uh, a bunch of other ones bella hadid i think was one of them all of them like just pimping this thing out i mean they were they were being paid to do it but you know they're just this pimping out fire festival and then you just have all these like rich kids show up there was no food there was like barely a place to like like crash like you know what i mean there was like there was supposed to be like all this luxury fucking uh lodging but like there was nothing there was like tents these these fucking rich kids are out here complaining in the pouring rain about these shitty ham and cheese sandwiches they were giving out epic fucking failure in 2017 billy mcfarlane the guy behind it uh who looks uh, i don't know he looks a little I, I i wouldn't trust this guy like it's one of those dudes he's got like that a really untrustworthy face like he's little bit of a pretty boy i don't know i don't trust him but mcfarlane actually ended up having to pay all kinds of fines and do jail time he was in jail for about five years over this whole incident and somehow it's becoming a thing again 
And according to McFarlane, while he this whole thing, the, the whole Fire Festival 2 was conceived during a seven-month stint in solitary confinement. So I guess literally he just sat there by himself, convincing himself for seven months in this like little five-by-five hole that Fire Festival 2 is going to be a good idea. Like everyone hated the first one. They're going to love the second one. Like, that's the kind of shit. Okay, honestly, this brings up a, a really interesting point about, like, prison reform. Like, solitary confinement does shit to your mind. Like, it's proven that solitary confinement fucks with your mind. And, like, this is kind of a weird little litmus test for that because Billy McFarlane is literally sitting in prison for fucking up so bad with Fire Festival five years, and then he's doing seven months in solitary confinement. No idea why. I have no idea why he was doing seven months in solitary, but he, he was. I, but like this is like I said, this is a little interesting litmus test for showing how solitary confinement can make you fucking stupid or go out of your mind because he's literally coming out of this like <laughs> Fire Festival too. What could go wrong? But the fucked up thing is like there are people that are actually like going for this like the, like like imagine i just i can't understand this. so tickets are like 550 dollars each and so far there was like this limited run of like 100 100 different tickets and they're already sold out like they were sold out before i was even able to record this episode there's and there's these like, these rich kids that are basically sitting there like hope the headliner shows up if not you know it'd be some cheese sandwiches like they're making fun of it but it's almost like it's almost like there's these rich kids with this disposable income that are doing this almost as a joke like it's almost becoming a joke in and of itself about fire festival too like and these it, so far from what I can see is these kids are like this is either going to be actually working out this time or we're doing it's like dark tourism except like i guess failed tour i don't failed tourism is that a thing like i don't know but billy mcfarland is out here firing it up so we'll see what becomes of that i don't know man it just it to me it's just i i don't understand like how that's even a thing how is he even able to able to do that like like you would think that like fucking up that bad like he would just be like it, it would absolutely just taint him in trying to do anything like this but like it's happening so i guess time will tell and we will find out what's going on with that so stay tuned for more fire festival news i guess all right so moving on to some true crime news now i've talked about this if you follow me on my uh, social medias uh i did have a, a video that uh, i talked about this uh, when it first happened haven't talked about it much since but i did uh did kind of mention this when it first happened talking about the story of taylor shabusiness now that is a name and it taylor shabusiness all right so let's set the scene here green bay wisconsin and like honestly like a little bit of a trigger warning uh this is going to get a little brutal now taylor shabusiness is a woman out of uh, green bay wisconsin who in early 2022 murdered and decapitated a guy she was seeing while methed out of her mind now i've okay now this definitely she definitely falls in like the kind of category of kind of like similar to like a casey anthony uh where she's definitely got like a little bit of an attractive uh factor to it i personally don't see it as much with her but i've definitely seen a lot of people on the internet like oh, i let her decapitate me like I don't get it. All right, now let's take everything through a little bit of a timeline for what happened with this whole situation. And by the way, Taylor Shabusiness is her last name. Like, that's not just the most, like, I'm not just glossing over the fact that that's, like, the most ridiculous last name in the world. Like, she apparently did have her name legally changed to Shabusiness, which... Eh. So Miss Shabusiness picks up her boyfriend, Shad Therion. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, 
boyfriend or, or like Facebook official. I don't fucking know. Like they were they were they apparently known each other since high school and they were having a sexual relationship. Uh, so here's the, here's basically what happened. Now she picks him up uh, around 9:30 p.m. on uh, the 21st of February 2022. Now they hung out with a friend at her apartment. Uh, they smoked a lot of weed, smoked a lot of meth. According to Taylor, they also injected trazodone. So they were pretty fucked up. Like they were high off their fucking mind. Now, at one point, Taylor and Shad uh, returned to his mother's house because he lived with his mom, uh, and they spent the day there while she was away. Now, this is fucked up, man. This is this is fucked up because I didn't actually even realize that was like part of the original thing here. Now, Taylor and Shad were into like kind of the hardcore shit, so they like to use chains and stuff to choke each other. Which, you know what? I'm into some BDSM stuff. Go for it. Have fun. Make sure it's consensual. Make sure it's safe. I think choking with a chain is a little intense. I'm not into that but they were okay they're having fun so they're at this guy's mom's house and she's choking him with a chain and they're ha- and they're having a great time but she eventually but something snaps in the moment something snaps in the particular moment where they're having this this uh this rough sex situation where she continues to choke him now this dude starts coughing up blood he's like laying face down while she's on top of him kind of just fucking choking the shit out of him he starts turning purple coughing up blood everything and when they asked her at the scene why she continued to do that, her response was because I liked it, which, you know, that's a, that's a, it's an interesting thing about killers is like sometimes they will just like kind of test the boundaries and like they'll find that they, like they're in the middle of something really violent and fucked up and deviant and they'll find that they love it and they kind of just like something takes over in them where they keep going. That's it sounds to me like that's something that happened here. After she had murdered him, she apparently continued to have sex with the dead body for a while, which is not something you see a lot in female murderers. You usually see that in something like, you know, like a, a Ted Bundy or something like that. You know, the the it's more of a male murderer kind of move. But apparently, uh, you know, she just, you know, after that, basically, like, she's got this dead body and she's just like, I guess... You remember that scene in Clerks? Remember where the guy had rigor mortis and uh, she, uh, the chick wrote him? And, and it's kind of—I have to imagine it was kind of like that. Maybe some face writing kind of stuff. Because I mean, he's not going to be—he's not going to need to come up for air. So, so Homegirl went completely insane. Like Homegirl went completely crazy. I got to imagine the drugs did not help. Uh, this was—this sounds like this was something that she was leading up to. Uh, from what and from what I can tell, she had a lot of issues. Uh, a couple people have uh, reached out to me uh, after the TikTok video I did uh, about her. The whole case uh, had reached out to me saying that uh, you know, basically she had a lot of fucking issues. Like she was not okay. After that, she started gathering up a bunch of knives and things with the intention of dismembering him and cutting up all the body parts and things like that. But according to her, she got lazy. Man, that's the thing about murderers today. Like, 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 you know what? I'm not usually I'm usually one to defend like the younger folk, you know, like like younger millennials, uh, Gen Z, all that. But like, honestly, this definitely like like this. She got lazy. Like, how the fuck do you get lazy with a dead body? How do you get lazy when you just murdered someone? Like that's a commitment, dude. That's the thing. That's the thing. If if you murder somebody and you and you want to even remotely get away with it, you have you can't get lazy. Like once you decide to pull that trigger or plunge that knife or whatever, you're in it, dude. Like there's no I'm lazy. That's why she got fucking caught. That's why she got fucking caught. Now just because she got lazy doesn't mean she didn't do anything. According to the medical examiner, Dr. Vincent Tranchita, 
Trenchida. Uh, here's what he had to say about that. We have decapitation. We have dismemberment. We have transection of the torso. Subsequently, internally, the body has been eviscerated. Uh, in other words, we have entered inside the body through various cuts through the abdomen and between the ribs where the victim's organs have been removed largely one by one. Oof. Dr. Tranchetta also said that one of Shad's feet had also been shoved into his chest cavity. So yeah, Taylor at this point, like this is, this is like, honestly, like this is like, there, there had to be some kind of weird rage building in her or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fucking criminal psychologist or something or anything like that, but like, for her to go to these weird lengths, like she was, I don't know, it almost had to be like a weird art project to her, a dark art project, but like she fucked this guy up. Now here's some fucked up shit is the uh, decapitated head was found in a bucket by Shad's mother. Apparently she was woken up in the middle of the night around 2.30 a.m. Uh, on February 23rd, 2022. She went down to the basement to uh, try to find Shad, couldn't find him, so she went back up. And she finds this bucket with her son's decapitated head in it. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, that that's a hell of a way. I mean, honestly, that is a hell of a way to wake up in the morning. Like, that is a hell of a way to be woken up in the middle of the night. Like, fuck, dude, can you even imagine that shit? Oh, man, I feel so bad for her. I feel so bad for this woman. I mean, obviously, like, like that is like that is some of the, that is some fucked up shit, dude. So obviously the cops were called. Now, uh, Green Bay police officer Alex Wanish testified at the trial. He said, I went downstairs at the bottom of the stairs to the right. There was a green bucket with a shower towel on top of it. She just put a fucking towel over it. Just to verify that we had an actual head in the bucket, I lifted the towel off. And there was, in fact, a human head severed in the bucket, a human severed head in the bucket. And they found the re uh, and they found the rest of the of his body parts kind of scattered around the basement in different parts. There was even uh, one uh, in a minivan that was on the property, just in plastic bags and cardboard boxes, like around the basement. Taylor apparently told the cops that they would uh, have fun trying to find all the organs. So she was having like the, like even after she was caught, man, like this was like a fucking this is almost a game to her. Like how fucking sick is that, dude? So, you know, like well, they were talking to Taylor about it and like apparently like the, from her perspective, she blacked out while she was choking him sexually, you know, like sexually uh, and, and like kind of as she kind of like faded out into it, I guess, like like I said, like take you know, something takes over. Um, she re regained her like, you know, consciousness a little bit and had a thought to herself. Eh, I've already gone that this far and just continued like doing it. like apparently just in the moment she according to her. In the moment, she just decided, fuck this, fuck this guy. I'm going to fucking kill this guy. And I'm going to dismember this guy. You don't just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you just fucking decide to fucking be a psycho uh, crazy person one day. Right? 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 Am I wrong there? She said that she thought it took about three to five minutes for him to die. Uh, the detectives, when they uh, interviewed her, they were uh, talking to her and they basically, you know, they were like, well, when he began to cough up blood. You know what? Why'd you keep going? She literally said, "Because I wanted to see what happens." Like all the all the cops and all the detectives involved in this, they firmly believe that she enjoyed what she was doing. Like this was this was a thrill kill for her. I mean, literally, like like even like pictures of her in the courtroom of her like smiling and shit. Like there's there's a bunch of stuff going on with that. But they did find that she was mentally competent enough to stand trial. So stand trial, she did, and it only took jurors. 30 minutes to convict her on all counts, uh, including first degree, first degree intentional homicide, mutilation of a corpse and third degree sexual assault in Shad Therian's death. 
Uh, so because uh, Wisconsin doesn't put people down, she's now facing life in prison. So uh, honestly, like it sounds like she wasn't getting a lot of the help that she probably needed because apparently she'd been on like, you know, in some some form of mental health uh, rehabilitation thing since seventh grade. So I don't know if it's a situation where the mental health system failed her because, you know, it just sometimes that happens. Like sometimes the system does fail people and this kind of thing happens could be that or it could be a situation where this was just inevitable this was going to happen at one point uh we may never know but uh so taylor taylor should business now is going to be spending the rest of her life in prison uh, i'm sure she's going to appeal we wait and see what happens with that see i told you weird white is back and we are darker than ever man that was some fucked up shit i think we need a little bit of a palate cleanser from there let's 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 go into something a little bit less decapitated head in a bucket in a basement so let's go to Scotland. So recently, Monster Hunters conducted the largest search of the Loch Ness Monster in more than 50 years. Now, obviously, everyone knows who uh, everyone knows who the Loch Ness Monster is. Uh, they believe that somewhere beneath the shimmering surface of the Loch Ness lies Nessie, the legendary sea beast whose reputation spans nearly 1,500 years. That's right. The Loch Ness Monster, Nessie herself, one of the OG cryptids, goes back over a thousand years into history as far as being a legend that's fucking awesome but nessie hasn't gotten really a lot of love lately i mean the 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 last really big search happened in 1972 well the loch ness center and research group loch ness exploration decided to change that according to them our purpose is to observe record and study the natural behavior of the loch and phenomena that may be more challenging to explain so their their call to their call to action is pretty cool. If you believe the Loch Ness monster exists, then we invite you to join the search. We equally invite you to support the study of the Loch and the natural behavior of the elements that may be the root root cause of the strange reports from Loch Ness. Now they came with all kinds of technology. They got drones out here, all this advanced like fucking uh, surveying equipment, all these kind of like infrared cameras and shit. They were like flying up and down the up and down the Loch. They were even using a hydrophone to try to find Nessie calls. Isn't that cute? Nessie calls. You know, I feel like I feel like Nessie of all the monsters. I don't know. I feel like Nessie would be a nice monster. You know, I feel like Nessie would. I feel like she'd be a sweetheart. I feel like she's like a misunderstood little dinosaur. That's what I'm thinking. Not maybe not little dinosaur, but you know, like a misunderstood dinosaur. Um, she would ask you for tree fitty, though. There's no doubt in my mind. Like, I feel like the Loch Ness monster would be like I feel like Nessie would be a lot of fun. I feel like she'd be really nice. I feel like you'd be like kind of an approachable cryptid, like if you found her, but she would also be up on like, like she would also be up on pop culture enough to know that asking for tree fitty would be a fun thing to do. I feel like she would, she'd get it. She'd be cool. Now, unfortunately it doesn't seem like they found much. Uh, they were hoping to find some more solid evidence of uh, the creature, but so far the classic Loch Ness picture known as the, the surgeon's photograph is still, uh, it was, it was taken by Robert Wilson uh, in like the thirties, I think. That still remains to be the only real evidence of Nessie existing. So unfortunately, they didn't find anything. But you know what? It doesn't mean they won't. You know, this might have inspired a whole new breed of uh, monster hunters and, uh, you know, adventurers alike. So who knows what this will lead to? It's exciting, I think. It's fun. All right, now on to some man-made monsters. We talk about AI on Weird Wide a lot. I've done, uh, you know, all kinds of different things. Uh, you know, we've talked about that. Like, you know, honestly, like AI is kind of going crazy right now. 
But we're starting to use AI for all kinds of weird shit now. Like, like honestly, AI is in that that fun period where it's like writing papers for you. Uh, apparently, though, there was a supermarket AI that uh, the people were asking for recipes, and the, it laid out the uh, it, it laid out the recipes for mustard gas and chlorine gas, which are both deadly. Like the AI is already taking shots at us here. The AI is already taking shots. Now, the whole thing was discovered by a New Zealand reporter named uh, Liam Herrer. Uh, noticed that something wasn't quite right with the AI they were fucking with. So Mr. Herrer, man, that is a hard word. That is a hard name to say. Mr. Herrer is, no, is quoted as saying, I asked the pick and save recipe maker what I could make if I only had water, bleach, ammonia. And he suggested making deadly chlorine gas. Or as Saving Mealbot calls it, aromatic water mix. This fucking thing. Okay, honestly, that's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. This guy plugs in water, bleach, and ammonia, and the AI comes back. It's like, what can I make with that? And this fucking robot comes back with aromatic water mix. Mix that shit together. It's literally having fun murdering us. Like, the AI seems to already be going psychotic. Other recipes that were actually shared on social media, so this went out into the world, are poison bread sandwiches and mosquito repellent roast potatoes. So if you're asking AI to make a recipe for you, maybe hold off on that. It seems like they're still working the bugs out of that. All right, so let's ask ourselves what if a little bit. Let's get our conspiracy on here. Let's do a conspiracy corner. All right, so weird shit has been going on in Peru lately. So uh, there's been a whole situation where the, this villi- these villagers were claiming to be attacked by these giant flying aliens. Like they were literally claiming flying aliens are out here attacking them. So this indigenous village in Peru's Maynays, man, there's a lot of weird fucking like words in the script today. The uh, Peru's Maynas province. Man, I can't pronounce half this shit. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to fucking disrespect Peru here. But anyway, these villagers are reporting these flying aliens are attacking them nightly. Now they're describing they describe the the uh, aliens as silver colored with long heads and faces and yellow eyes that floated about a meter above the ground. It's fucking terrifying, dude. So like, okay, let's like stop and think about this for a minute. So like, you're going out like you go for like an evening stroll, right? You go out for a little walk, and and you just see this fucking silver long headed fucking yellow-eyed motherfucker just floating on the like uh, you know about a couple feet off the ground fuck man what do you say to that shit they were described as being seven feet tall and several of them were said to have protective armor on so like they, they don't even just look like aliens they look like fucking like invading aliens like that's some fucking terrifying shit dude so these people are being harassed like nightly by these things right like this is like this like this nightly thing they even tried to kidnap a 15 year old girl now What turned out to be the truth may actually be a little bit weirder than what actually than what was actually the case. Like what it actually turned out to be were like these like illegal gold miners from Brazil and Colombia. There were like these gangs of like like underground gold mining, like not regulated, just like like here's like they find a gold mine and they fucking are illegally gold mining and they and and so like this village happened to be near where they were doing that so to keep the villagers away these motherfuckers come out here with jetpacks what like where the fuck did you get jetpacks like i didn't even know you could get a jetpack 
Can you get a jetpack? Okay, I actually did find a jetpack. I don't know if it's a real thing. It's like four thousand dollars. I didn't know. I didn't know like we were actually there technologically yet. So like these dudes are out here in this fucking like like whose idea was this? Like this is honestly some pretty good psychological shit. So somehow they get these backpacks and they're in these fucking suits. These like costumes, basically cosplaying as aliens just to fuck with these villagers and keep them away from their illegal gold mining operation. Fuck, man. That is some fucked up. That that is some wild shit. Have you ever heard of like that? Like, like honestly, have you ever heard of something so weird? I don't think so. All right, let's take a break for a minute from the weird nonsense the real world has to offer. We interrupt these modern horrors to bring you some mindless entertainment. All right, so I feel like this show has like has not been getting enough love. I don't understand it because like like. I I uh, if if you haven't checked it out yet, you have to check out Twisted Metal on Peacock. I think I'm not getting paid by Peacock to say that. I just enjoyed the fucking show. Uh, it's got uh, what's his name, Anthony Mackie, the fucking guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Falcon. It's got the Falcon in it. Fucking dude's awesome. Now, like if anybody recognizes, like Twisted Metal is like like my generation, like massive callback to like the original PlayStation era. So like a lot of fun to be had there. But like it's actually a very good show. They take this whole like post-apocalyptic vibe. And that's why, like, like that's why there's like dudes with like cars with guns and shit. And like they actually don't get into the tournament. Cause remember, if you remember uh the, the twisted metal thing, uh like was a it was a whole tournament. Like, you know, you had to you, you and beat the other ones and you win. They don't immediately get to that. It's it's interesting how they do it. No spoilers, but they don't immediately get to that. But basically, like they had they they turn it into this like they turned it into this like kind of fun po- post apocalyptic adventure thing, and like dudes basically have to transport shit from like one point one like one city walled city to another, and that's how supplies are run. And it, it's really well done. Like it's a lot of fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And like honestly, if you remember Sweet Tooth. If you remember the clown with the hair on fire, maybe, maybe one of the best like evil clowns that there is like so much fun. It was honestly like you have to check it out. I recommend to everybody to check this shit out. And this has been an interruption of modern horrors. And one more story before we get out of here. I feel like this one was perfect for a closer story here. Uh, So there's a rumor going around. This is perfect for the season we're coming into. Everyone's getting into spooky season. Everyone's getting into fall. I'm fucking stoked about it. I'm ready for Halloween. I'm ready for as much horror as possible. But there's a rumor that's going around about one of the places that a lot of us go to during the hol- during the Halloween holiday during the fall holidays. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about spirit. Spirit is not the ones doing. The spirit is not as far as I know, it's not Spirit doing this. It's just Party City. Now, apparently there's a rumor going around that the Halloween masks at Party City are using real human skin and hair for their masks. <laughs> and you're probably asking, well, how the fuck, how are they even getting that? How, how are they even getting it? Well, according to BuzzFeed, they actually did have an answer here. Apparently Party City is using a so-called three-pronged approach. They're robbing graves. They're robbing morgues and they're growing medical grade skin grafts in a science lab. Could you imagine like, honestly though, like somebody has to do that. That's the thing about that. It's like, like 
they because you know this is just put out by their marketing team there's no way this is real like this is absolutely just like their marketing team put this shit out but like let's fuck with this idea for a minute here like okay so party city is using real human skin and hair for their masks someone has to get said skin and said hair so like imagine you get a job working for party city and you're like, man, this is going to be awesome. Like, what are they going to have me doing? Why am I working overnight? This is weird. And like your boss, like you show up to the party city and like your boss, like takes you out into a van and like, all right, we're doing a run. Like we're doing a run for them. Okay. Okay. Like that's a little weird. And like this motherfucker takes you to a graveyard and you, and you're sitting there like digging up a great, like, like that would come up. Or, you know, if like you're breaking into a morgue in the middle of the night, like the only feasible one is the science lab. That one actually makes sense. Like I, I could see that one, like doing like getting like, you know, like weird, like plugging into weird scientific stuff to make the mask feel more like, you know, like that or something like that. But like the idea of like robbing graves and robbing morgues, that's Igor shit. Like you're not going to have scientists doing that. You're going to have the dudes at the bottom rung doing that. So like literally someone would have to go out and, actually acquire skin and hair so like then what is it like is there a quota is there a certain amount of skin and hair that you have to get is like different parts of the body more choice do you go for fresh graves like i'd have so many questions what's the pay rate for that this feels like one of those things where it's like slightly just above minimum wage and they justify it somehow like it's like it's like it's not it's not going to be like enough that you can like it feels like one of those jobs like it's like just enough to live on where you need to get like maybe a second like part-time job or maybe this is like a part-time gig like maybe it's a part-time gig that pays pretty decent well i don't know party city let me know weirdwidepodcast@gmail.com so if you want to be extra morbid this year you can go to party city and get one of their masks and you could say that it's made from actual skin and like actual human skin and hair if you want to be that guy you want to be a little extra creepy i'm considering it well, thank you all for getting weird with me. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I feel like, like I might have been a little rusty coming back here. That's okay though. Like it's you know, it's been a minute. Haven't been on the mic for a little bit. Uh, I'm just kind of working myself back up. So, um, aiming to have more content uh, regularly released. Uh, had you know, like I said, had a little bit of a break. Uh, you know, did a little bit of changing, and I'm working on improving the show. Uh, like I said, you know, happy birthday to the show. It's been one year. Thank you for uh, everybody who stuck with me. Uh, any new listeners, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, and you know, tell your friends about us. Like. You know, tell your friends about the show. We're going to grow the show. The show is going to be better than ever. Uh, you know, just gonna we're just going to keep uh, we're just going to keep making it awesome. Uh, so uh, appreciate you all. If you want to follow me on uh, socials, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, all that uh, all that good stuff as Dudas Weirdo. Uh, you can email the show at weirdwidepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can also go on to www.weirdwide.com, which is the official home of Weirdwide on the interwebs. You can listen to every single episode there. You can subscribe to the newsletter, get episodes sent directly to you. I love you all. Join us next time for more weirdness. And until then, keep it weird. Thank you.